1: A whoo a hand clap a high-fiver. I kind of like the high-five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group void. prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
2: Today's episode of the Terrace Scottish Football Podcast comes in association with Nutmeg, the Scottish football periodical. The subscription only quarterly publication is filled with top quality writers, great articles and fascinating stories about the beautiful game in Scotland. Get your subscription at www.nutmegmagazine.co.uk Monday's episode of the Terry Scottish Football Podcast. My name is Craig Fowler and I'm joined on this occasion by Sean McGuigan Hello. and Joel Sked. Sitting on both your laps, hello.
0: <laughs> we're all <laughs> sitting on both your laps.
2: We're all, we're all I'm a big really huddled close to each other because I'm a fucking idiot. And this morning when I was taking my laptop to work and then taking uh, the laptop, hopefully taking the laptop then to the studio where we're recording, uh, and uh, I left it in Waitrose <coughs> when I was uh, buying a pint of milk. So... Yeah, so, uh, so apologies if the sound isn't as good as it usually is, but we're having to record it on my phone. If you'd left
0: that in a five supermarket, you would never see it again.
2: I think most of the supermarkets are in, but I think pretty much Waitrose is just about the only one that I'd get it back. Um, I used to go, th- I, it actually used to be my local Waitrose when I lived around the corner there. It's a very nice place. so And I'm, I'm very thankful to the staff there for not just saying, who, who wants this laptop?
1: <laughs> uh, And it's also a good thing that You you maybe hadn't uh, had your keys nicked Or lost a lot of cards in recent weeks either No I've definitely not done that either (laughs) as well Yeah,
2: I've definitely not had to get a (coughs) locksmith out to the house Because uh, I was too afraid that somebody stole my keys Out of the locker at the gym Which I think did happen Uh, And and also another time recently I was running and left my bag open And every single card I owned fell out of the bag And I actually returned to the scene of the crime Late at night with my phone and the torch on And I actually found one of the
0: cards (laughs) With all this in mind, I'm starting to suspect that you just lost your keys rather than the were <laughs> See, it's possible, but there was other things in that
2: pocket that didn't fall out. Like cards. They'd fallen out before, they surely would have fell out again. Uh, so the fact that the keys were the only thing missing made me think they were stolen. But I'm, I'm in a I've fallen apart, really. It's just... It's just I think I mean, instead
1: of talking about the Scottish Cup, we're just talking about how my <laughs> life is disintegrating around me. I think you need uh, a fanny pack. I also going a bum bag
0: Please, and, please go on I would love to see you wearing a funny pack And one of those uh, things that clip on
1: your belt that just, you can pull out for your keys <laughs> Like a janitor has <laughs> So hey, not only are you a janitor you are a 65 year old British tourist in Benidorm.
2: Hey, the the rock wore a funny pack at one point There's a photo of them Yeah, but it looks like an arsehole <laughs> Correct, <laughs> right. and so would I. Right, Scottish Cup, plenty to get through. <clears> uh, uh, so I'm glad that we've wasted two and a half minutes yeah. of talking about uh, my forgetfulness. Right,
0: so we'll start with the shocks, because you don't get Wasn't shocks. A, there's, there's, no, Cup. there's been no Scottish Cup shock since 2012, going to the daily record. I thought it was Clyde Celtic. That was, no, was, was yeah, 2000, and, he, s- he said 2000, yeah. and uh, sorry, 2000. Yeah, so 12 years ago, yeah, uh, when Clyde beat Celtic. Uh,
1: uh, he, 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 also mentioned was uh, Motherwell losing to Albion Rovers Who I believe were League 2 at the time uh, But it wasn't a shock, it was just a good good result for Albion Rovers They deserve credit
0: apparently
1: Right, so let's begin with
0: Arguably the shock of the round Or Lick beating Air 1-0 Fair play to Air United who have managed to combine Their greatest season season and eons uh, With their worst ever result <laughs> <laughs> Which, which well, that takes quite some doing yeah, the first ever competitive game between the sides. Kind of a local derby, yep. kind of. Oh, I derby. So, yeah.
2: Hard call a derby when they don't ever play each <laughs> A, other, a but. regional derby. Yes. Uh, and United f- started off the better side, uh, as they should. Uh, had some chances. Had a couple of penalty appeals as well. Do we think they should have had?
1: Ian McCall came out uh, afterwards and said anyone watching them back would, uh, would see that they were both Stonewallers, which was wrong. Uh, the first one I thought The handball I thought was a
0: penalty So the, I thought that one Was a penalty I didn't think The second one was
1: No I didn't I see Where the
2: thought fall was So it was He kicks the back Of Craig Moore's heel His left heel I don't know If he, he t- kicks him He's just he's just Behind Craig Moore He definitely kicks him It's, it's accidental um,
0: Did you think uh, They're both penalties
2: Yeah I would It's Yeah It's hard to tell With the second one Whether there is Enough uh, Of an impediment There for Craig Moore To go down but there is definitely He definitely accidentally Kicks Like Moore raises his left heel up And the defender's boot Makes contact With like the sole of his foot So it's not really It's not his heel It's the sole of his foot So It's, it's hard to tell Because you're seeing it In like slow motion as well Where it looks so much worse Than it Than it maybe is But So that one There's a bit more debatable. Well, I agree with the Apparently because he the, Sorry the handball Because he sees it for a while And he leans into it It's, it's one you see often it's, like, And he's, 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 his arm's down by his side But, but it's still
1: He's moving bit. his body but it's, it. it's like He's it's, it's like he's doing A kind of teapot So he's, he's yeah. just, his hand is Slightly Or he's is Slightly out to his side But then Oaken like
2: Gradually started to Threaten the, the growing confidence And After they
0: scored He had not nothing It was that Game over so is, it, is it Tommy Sloan That's Talbot's manager The no, manager right? yeah. yeah He said Afterwards he that, that he knew that his team Couldn't go Toe to toe With United Which I agree They didn't go toe to toe But at the same time It wasn't really just they had everybody behind the ball and had a you know a couple of a couple of breaks. I mean they had they put air under bits of pressure sporadically during the game, especially in the second half. And they had the uh, I mean they had, I mean it was it was rightfully uh, disallowed, but that was that was a good finish for the goal that they had disallowed as well. Air without Lauren Shanklin, that's now three games <clears> without a goal. They've, uh, they've barely played well since they beat Dundee United. I mean. Uh, but harsh to say that they were a one-man team, but they were also missing. So they were really missing Mark Kerr as well. They were missing. Don't think Jamie Adams played. They were missing uh, Jamie Adams. And the, the biggest difference this season from maybe last season was Craig Moore was the third-choice striker, but he still managed something like twenty-eight goals last season. He's never really been the same. He got a. I think it was a. I think it was a head injury he had towards the end of last season. Maybe uh, he struggled uh, since coming back for that, and he looks like a, a player that's just bereft of confidence that that chance that he missed uh, in the second half kind of sums him up at the moment he's never been he's never been somebody who does a lot of good work outside the area but he does a lot of good work inside the area he's kind of a poacher but he seems to have uh, he seems to have lost that element of his game as well
1: that was their um, from what I can recall their only kind of really good chance so neither, neither keeper <coughs> uh, really Ash had um, anything to do decent chances were created I think Hislop uh, he had a great header a uh, headed chance he looks like a weird player um, like someone t- t- if it was professional like nah not having that but yeah kind of sc- skewed his the wide but I think they just um, like, with that with their setup, with their ex- their experience they've, they've played things It's it's not as if they don't play in big matches because they, they the junior especially in Ayrshire is, is, is huge and they've been to uh, junior cup finals um, later uh, stages as well so they, they've, they've played in front of bigger crowds they've played in big games so I don't think it was a massive um like the occasion Was a massive shock The, uh, the result maybe it, Itself was
2: Okay let's move on To Another shock not a, not a Not a Defeat For a For a big team But certainly An embarrassing result Aberdeen won
0: Bottom of league one Stenhouse-Muir Won I I did not think That Stenhouse-Muir Had anything like that Within them I mean after So we played Wraith Rovers Two weeks ago It was 5-1 Could have been 8 or 9 Then they played Arboroth the week after It was 4-1 that could have been 8 or 9 and then to go up to Patojri and look pretty good at the bag and come away with well, one zero oh, 0 is just remarkable
1: it's um, I mean it could be looked at as a positive for Aberdeens, like 20 years on they've got a step closer to <laughs> knocking Stenhoff's mirror out of the Scottish Cup <laughs> I loved it it's a good good equalising goal as well good, really <clears> good yeah question. I thought it must have been my favourite goal off the, the Scottish Cup weekend well
2: you got a lot of diving header yeah uh, Rory Donaldson with a cross as well not only was that a superb cross but then he turned round uh, he gets, right to the Aberdeen yeah. fans and shushes them and I uh, think maybe he doesn't get it up yet as well
1: there was a lot Brilliant. of that there was a lot of that going on um, between players of opposition teams and um, from, from players to fans because I saw at the end of the Auckland Lake Talbot game uh, one of the subs I think turned round and gestured to the, uh, the kind of fist pumping towards the air fans and just starts uh, beating his uh, Auckland, Auckland Talbot badge
0: it's because the highlights are so brief, it was kind of hard to build a particularly good picture of the game. And from the highlights, Aberdeen didn't look like they were that bad. But I think uh, in terms of reading about the game, it looks like the highlights pretty much contained every single attack they had.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um, for what I read. Gary McKay-Steven and Niall McGinn were really poor on the wings and when you're playing a team that's going to obviously put a lot of men behind the ball you kind of need quality from wide ears because if the, the away team know what they're doing and similar extent like Stenisbeard did then you need to stay compact and if you're not getting good deliveries and, and your wide players aren't you know playing at all not not beating men not getting good balls in then it is going to make things harder you should still be able to score your Premier League team playing a team that will very likely <coughs> be playing in League 2 next season the way things are currently standing but if those guys aren't at the races it does play a factor. Greg Stewart came in for his debut at number 10 spot, which does bode well. What doesn't bode well is that when the two struggled <laughs> out wide, Derek McInnes thought, ah, yes, finally I can put Greg back <laughs> on the wing again. <laughs> Sorry, Greg, I was lying to you when he said you'd be playing through the middle, and that's why, maybe the reason why he came back. I'm going to use you like I used to use you, which was a
1: winger slash auxiliary fullback. F if- if, if McInnes has learned anything clearly <coughs> he's not learned anything because of what he did but looking at because uh, when you play great shoot in the middle you get him on the ball as much as possible get him involved as much as possible because his um, I don't want to question his attitude but I think he is more um, in tune to being involved at all at all times I think if you do for for example with Dundee he did play wider but um, he was kind of their it was all focused on him being out wide but mm-hmm. if he played for Aberdeen out wide there would be someone else uh, over on the other side Stevie May through the middle so it's you're not going to include him all the time and then that, that way he can kind of um, drift in and out of the game and maybe not get involved as much <laughs> <laughs> I think was just telling each to shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> that
2: was the phone falling down
1: uh, Alright, don't, don't do that again <laughs> I don't think I did anything there But from what from what read There was a lot of Other when other than when Aberdeen got a grey shot on the ball There was just a lot of passing from side to side There was, like, there was too much passing Even though when you looked at the the, the Starting lineup for Aberdeen Perhaps the strongest they could have picked Yeah I'm um, trying to remember
2: the team Cosgrove Shinny and Ferguson in the middle. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Low was back, scored. Yep. But yeah, pretty poor. I mean, you can you'd still obviously imagine them to to go through eventually. But yeah, terrific result for Stenhousemuir. Wee we, bit, not the biggest paydays. Yeah, Aberdeen midweek, but there'll be a few dons. Don's fans travel as well, so wee bit of money for their home game. Obviously, away to Aberdeen as well. So, I, I suppose you never know. at Home on that, um, you know, plastic pitch midweek.
0: Could happen, and as Craig Telfer pointed out on Twitter, uh, Derek McInnes will be leading his side out to Stone Cold Steve Austin's Steam Tune. That's
2: undeniably true, but it's what's going to happen. Right next match, Motherwell 1, Ross County 2, the team top of the Championship, defeating a team whose fan base are growing increasingly disgruntled with Stephen Robinson, and particularly in this case because I think they realise now that their season. Unless they actually get worse, their season's pretty much as good as over. Because they're not as bad as Dundee, Hamilton, or St Mirren, to be. and they're, they're kind of in this wee bit on their own. They're not as good as anybody else. They're not as bad as those three, and now they're out of the cup. But what have you got to look forward to? The football's not
1: good to watch. They're, they're not quite in a purgatory. They're they're somewhere else, a lot less boor- a lot more boring. <laughs> Because I imagine been I, mean, I mean maybe not fun But it would be interesting Whereas wherever Motherwell are It's uh,
0: completely not uh, Motherwell possibly Ah oh, there you go if, uh, if the other three Can get a G up from signings and they may get I, I don't think they will But I, I wouldn't say It was impossible That they could get Two of the there. three Would have to But yeah it is possible Which isn't impossible Talking
2: about
0: what happened This weekend I think it might be <laughs> I think it might be impossible mind, I mean Bear in Ross County Recently have looked Really really poor And they yeah. look significantly Better than Motherwell Going by, by what I saw And, and, and what I read uh, Detlein McManus Looked like they had uh, He have done a, a, a kind of torrid afternoon And Brian Graham Scoring a double against you That doesn't say Too much for your defence As much as I quite like Brian Graham I, I may stick up for him More than most But yeah That doesn't Ogre well for your season ahead Motherwell it
2: seems from what I've read it seemed like they played a 4-2-3-1 with McCormack playing off of Danny Johnson he was subbed at half time wasn't he yes apparently he looked like some, some, ah, yes, some fan described it as being the same the same weight as Chris Boyd but about 5 inches shot. <laughs> well, that's what <laughs> I,
1: I yeah, that,
2: some that, fan also described him as being 20% fit <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's the first time I've heard Aaron be described uh, less than 50% fit <laughs> <laughs> so he's maybe got like a 60-40 chance of making it or he's 50-50 but I've never never seen someone drop below 50% The other
2: problem with that formation so had yeah, Johnson up front Johnson's a, a poacher but playing up top by himself meant that he had to do things like hold up the ball link play and he's not the most technical I guess the, the players to do that he doesn't really have much strength as well so McCormack went off it means he brought on Curtis Men who has been in Terrible form recently, and he just continued that. And him and Johnson, while on paper he was thinking that would maybe work, because Maine just occupies the minds of defenders. So I think maybe last season's Maine would have been good him and Johnson together, because Maine was just on an absolute tear. But I think he's he struggles in front of goal, probably affected his confidence, and he's just not quite as much of
1: a battering ram this year as he was. So when I looked at the team lineups, I looked at it on uh, Soccerway, and I had it as a back three. However, they got a couple of. the they that, had um, had Freer Playing in the middle Of a back three. No right, really. In the middle in the middle of midfield So I just got they, They've just kind of got the players uh, muddled, muddled From what around. I read it was a Four at the back So if, Was Freer left back Left midfield
2: Left midfield So, so it, was it would have been two, done so that, Two new guys oh. sorry, sorry It was Freer on the left And a new A new linger on the oh, right. Oh yeah Frey uh, From Nottingham Forest. Yeah, yeah And then a uh, sitting two Of Turnbull And McHugh. Yeah and and that was another thing as well. Yeah. Turnbull being so deep didn't really make much sense since he's been
1: arguably one of all most impressive attacking players this season. And notice noticed uh, Craig Kieran said that uh, Robinson came out afterwards and said they're not playing enough long balls. Well, you know. A,
0: crack,
2: a crackhead says they're not getting enough crack. You know? He's addicted to the long ball. Right, let's move on. Another shock, although probably not going to have as much
1: to say about this one. East 5-2, more one. There's... There's somebody. I think there's a difference between a cup shock and a cup surprise. I fell this under a cup surprise rather than a
0: shock. Aye, ah, Aerok and leg you would go. Oh. This, would, you would go. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and even In Malibu Ross
1: can you like. <sighs> yeah, okay, fair enough. East try the
2: quick analysis there, just, just, just making, uh, making noises. Can you, you stop up in a word? No. Can you stop it with a sound? <laughs>
0: The turnaround in and East 5 season is remarkable. Bear in mind, after four or five games, uh, they hadn't won a league game. Every single East 5 fan you know, wanted Young uh, out the job. They've now eliminated, let me get this right, Partick Thistle and Queen of South from the Challenge Cup for the Championship. and now beaten Morton from the Championship in the Scottish Cup. They are put, running Reef Rovers quite close for, for second place. And you now wouldn't say that it would be... Beyond the realms of possibility For East Fife To actually get promoted Via the playoffs I mean that's how well they're doing Judging by what I've read Judging by what I've saw uh, I mean Morton spun the chance right at the death Which was a, a bit of a sitter Right enough But they looked like They were, they were worthy winners and, and as you say I wasn't I wasn't that surprised At the fact they actually Managed to beat Morton uh, Johansson is He's struggled to, to the start of his tenure I think the M- Morton fans Biggest gripe is That not
2: only Did they lose in the cup To East Fife They did so Playing five at the back And were very cautious <laughs> About their host's it seems Morton have they've had a couple of decent results under Johansson but they've also had a couple of hammer and he seems to have kind of overreacted to those hammer by really setting out his team to defend. So not only, again, it kind of comes back to the Millwall problem, this is always the case in football when you're, when you're struggling. It helps when you're playing some sort of attacking football or some sort of football that looks decent on the eye. Fans will forgive a team playing agricultural, for lack of a better term, football when there's results because results you know trump everything but as soon as you start losing and if you suffer results like this they just stick in your craw a little bit more because you're not even doing it in any such style you're going to East 5 with fear and
0: you're losing I don't, th- I don't think I have a lot of options up front anyway uh, which doesn't help matters but if they can't bring in forward then they won't have a fairly long end to the kind of second half of the season
1: Thank goodness for Ray McKinnon Leaving and the whole snake business and the front of the uh, was it the Greenock Telegraph because Martin season would have just been a nothingness.
2: I think they hate McKinnon more now because McKinnon actually seems all right, and now they've got now they've got Johansson. So not only did he left them, they end up getting a worse manager. Uh, yes, it would certainly appear so. Right, this is so yeah. This is maybe this is when we're verging from surprise into
1: kind of oh, maybe something's coming. I think more it was more the the nature of the. What made Rafa oversteer from and no more surprising was the the scoring, which not rather than
0: natural result. I still I still didn't see that scoring coming after I say sixty five minutes. I mean, for the first Stop, hour, no. No. I, <laughs> no, but for the first hour, they felt I'd been the, the, the better team. Yeah,
1: I mean, I, and I was uh, on the verge of leaving because I was there, and my God, was I cold. Uh, i uh, bored. And oh, very bored. Very bored. I it was only uh, uh, half time where J- Jenna I just I was in the first half I was falling asleep. Then I went down. Uh, mate was getting a pie, so I'm, I'll go down and see if there's anything decent. Like, I don't really fancy a pie, and then I saw a sign for stovies, and it's the most excited I've been in years. Fucking stovies, getting them down my throat. Uh, and the, the woman when I went order them, she seemed to be delighted. I was uh, I was I was getting the stovies, and they were nice. And it just got better <laughs> after that. He's coming to the terrace for the <laughs> stove analysis. He's mind that hips man that uh, said about me mumbling uh, and stumbling way through an unfunny story. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> there it fucking is
2: well <laughs> oh, um, the firm were on top. They had what, from the initial camera angles, looked like they were denied by a great save from Robbie Thompson. However, when you see the camera mm. angle behind the goal, what an absolute sitter that is! For I, I, like. I
1: was, was behind the goal, I knew it was—I uh, knew it was a bad miss. It was, it was a good was, save. It was a yeah, very good save, but but not a great one. There but. was a lot of goal to aim for, and for some reason, it wasn't until watching it back on the highlights that you realised just how f- far back across Hippolyte tried yeah. to
0: go. Yeah, he yeah, kind of curled it back. To towards the goalkeeper,
1: but it's not surprising because he's a dublin.
0: <laughs> it, it must be really frustrating because I must admit when when Hippolyte was getting possession at one side and uh, El Elbakir on the other, I was worried. And to be honest, they were making things happen. You know, their say they could beat a man, but as soon as I got to the final third, they actually had to produce something. Whether it was a cross or a, a shot, they were failing miserably. Uh, we both. The only other player I was worried about from a Dufferman point of view was Joe Thompson. I thought he was pretty good uh, in, in midfield but I mean I, I, the narrative about Dunfermline is that they, they lack a goalscorer if they could find a goalscorer they'd be absolutely fine no because at the back they're woeful as well I mean the three centre-halves were all to blame for you know, two of the goals yeah two of the goals plus the setting off because Ashcroft kind of ducked you know the long ball for Davidson and he kind of ducked let it go over him and then he brought him down at I, the time I didn't <coughs> know if it was a red card but, but, but actually it probably was I, I don't think it was no I think the goalie's getting there before him
1: I hadn't mm. noticed I hadn't noticed in the game that I hadn't noticed a duck so having watched the highlights back you imagine that Robinson shouted on it but Robinson's position suggested he he wasn't because it was it wasn't a it wasn't a, a, a ball that had a lot of pace on it and then his he wasn't really on the front foot and it took him a while to get the ball. I it was it was a difficult one for him in terms of the the red card at the time. I did not think it was the more what the more I watched it, I mean watched it five or six times, it did seem to be uh, for me to be uh, to be a red card. Although there was there was one guy in front of me who was just. Um, excitedly shouting just to anyone that would listen <laughs> last man he has to go it was last man he has to go I just didn't have the energy to tell him that that's not what the rule is
0: Dunn and, uh, Dunn and then decided to do a wrestling move uh, on, on Chris Duggan was a, an odd decision like an RKO yeah ball. that's the one I, I couldn't, I, couldn't I, yeah worried. that was I, I
2: described it as DDT but RKO was probably right because he just grabbed him from mm. kind of it goes in from behind rather than, DDT was from the front yeah so yeah it was, that was very weird Field and uh, Danny, Danny Devine as well um, I liked how uh, He was trying to claim at the goal Sorry, at the red card That he was he was covering That was complete fish. <laughs> Watching that back in the replay yeah. But I think I thought the goal he was getting there But it, it, it was close and it's,
1: it's I mean the referee could have just said I fucking knew you were covering You're shite as well but That's that's
0: one. play at Chris Duggan as well Because I, at half I've been saying that I hadn't been that impressed by him But he uh, He kind of won the red card if that's an expression he crossed the ball in for uh, Lewis Vaughan's uh, diving header and he got brought down for the penalty he was involved in a a lot of the good stuff that the Rovers
1: produced I I thought he had a a difficult task on his hand because he wasn't getting a lot of support in the first half there was a lot of rubbish Um, Ian Davidson was culpable for it uh, a lot of time just nothing balls long balls uh, forward I thought Kel Benedictus did really well um, certainly in the first half but some, like just generally some of the football and decision making were just appalling
0: Decision making including uh, throwing flares onto a plastic park Yeah So the celebrations of the first goal was just It, it was all very unusual because you had 3,200 celebrating people from Kirkcaldy That's unusual in itself to have <laughs> so many people from Kirkcaldy in one place uh, uh, Blue and white smoke swirling around your head And uh, the stench of burning 4G filling your nostrils <laughs>
1: it's and quite an attack on the senses isn't it the, the time I announced was probably cause he, he, the game was uh, so this was kind of five ten minutes after the uh, the, the, <laughs> the, the, the smoke bombs had been uh, chucked on the pitch that he came on the time well the game is still going ahead um, just to say to the people who threw it on so, um, the pitch is uh, the pitches is burned thank you very much <laughs> those passes are going message <laughs> <laughs> brilliant
2: Right, let's move on (laughs) to Dens Park Dundee 1, Queen of the South 1 The wayside with the better team And Jim McIntyre wanted to focus on the positives In his post-match interview Uh, That must have been brief (laughs) He was saying that, you know, cup games are hard So the most important thing is that we're still in the cup It seems to be... Jim, you're in a relegation battle And you're signing new players And they're not really improving your team And... You know, if you're playing on a lower league team at home, you want to kind of get a victory to kind of get confidence
1: boost, and not have to play again in midweek when you're already toiling. Those those thirty seconds he was interviewed, well, the interview they showed of him on on Sports team it was the most animated I've seen him in a because he's he's usually quite dour and if not dour, just uh, kind of placid in his uh, kind of press conference. But he just it's like someone had upped him by because he, he, he didn't he didn't hear what they what he what he'd been asked, and it was like ah, oh, there's positives from there.
0: Do you do you We're think that the do you think that the break uh, kind of works against the Premiership teams when they come so back? Well, the yes, yeah, I think
1: up. so. That was the point it was going to make in the Hearts game that that, that first half where um, football seemed to just go to die. <laughs> <laughs> there did just seem to be a, a rustiness about yeah. it. And I think you could see that throughout um, throughout uh, all Saturdays' games as well.
0: If only the County Rangers game hadn't been off. Oh no! I
1: know. Could have had a, a proper shock. I don't, um, no. I don't think so either I would have
2: liked to have seen that game go ahead It would have been quite <laughs> something if it was a shock Or too wonderful in the Rangers team It's like this is the guy that's going to fire us to the title But we carrying a beat Count beef. That would have been quite funny
0: If, I only, was, that, if only that car's exhaust had defrosted the <laughs> car <So laughs> I would have liked to have seen the go seen the game go ahead Just with the car there <laughs> just, just slowly creeping around the pitch
2: for the entire game <laughs> To play around it <laughs> Uh, Just to go one more on done the big problem for this game was that their midfield was pretty diabolical, Uh, fans were (laughs) incandescent with the performances of Martin Woods, Paul McGowan and Rory Deacon in particular, Jesse Jesse Curran scored but uh, I don't think many people thought his performance was that good either, now if your midfield can't get the better of Queen of the South it's not really boding well for the rest of the season They're rubbish, they're really really bad it's a thing as well. Like McIntyre seems really keen to sell Kamara, and you kind of understand why because you know he, he's
1: he's, phoned he's been,
2: it. He's been he's phoned it in this season. Doesn't look like he wants to be there anymore. He's been, obviously been waiting on his move. Now he's got his, moves, his move. He's moving going to be even more distracted. But somebody on one of
1: the forums said, even a Kamara does not give a shit, Still a better player than what we're seeing right now. Uh, so it still goes back to me that McIntyre thinks the answer to getting out of the trouble is Martin Woods one of the first one of the first things he did well other than try and bring Billy Dodds into the club um, (laughs) Woods is probably the second worst bit of business he's done he does love Martin Woods doesn't he he's just such a nothing player um, who looks like a footballer but
0: just fuck off (laughs) Celtic seems uh, harsh He yeah. <laughs> just ran out of words he eh? yeah. run out of proper words He so just added a swear word, <laughs> Good play. word. I'm shy. Celtic 3 Airdrie
2: Um this was maybe another example of, kind of Celtic in the first half didn't really play with that much pace they still <clears and throat> had their opportunities obviously missing the penalty and uh, Sinclair's incredible miss at the back post Uh, And obviously they were still winning 1-0 at half time But uh, yeah, maybe another example of a team Not really kind of At their sharpest uh, After the break Um, But obviously it was always going to be fairly straightforward for Celtic And it was in the
0: end And they were reliant on Scott Bain making 7 saves in 4 seconds (laughs) uh, To preserve their half time lead First one's a really good save Uh, The second one as well, the way he reacts to it uh, it it's
1: really impressive I think Ralston helps him at one point But um, every single one of them I mean why Erdő couldn't direct at a different angle than straight and straighten the paint's uh, body, body, body. But I not.
2: think the latter three was wrong
1: right out him yeah. he was like, shoot anywhere,
0: else I just panic it. Did, did anybody else think there was something wrong with their television when they watched the aftermath of a Celtic goal? It was, I think it was at the. I thought something was wrong with the television. It was only seen the second goal because they put on the disco. Yes. I thought someone was wrong with the contrast on the telly and uh, I've, been, I've not been doing that I suppose
2: I've not really on many <laughs> I think it was just because it was an evening match yeah so they do that every evening match uh,
0: maybe maybe just for everybody
1: what was your second thought after the contrast on their TV or um, your, your sight because of your age <laughs> Sean's old <laughs> I could not pass uh,
2: Tony Ralston was Fairly impressive. Is he making a bid for this right back spot as they try to sign half
1: of Europe? It's it's a strange one, Ralston, because he was um, who was the only known at I denied. He wasn't very good. He was Guff uh, during the um, in the summer for Scotland at the two tournament. Was like, this was a player that twelve months previously, Lee McCulloch. Okay, caveat it was Lee McCulloch was talking him up as being the next it uh, was the next right back for Scotland, but with, like um, he gave. Uh, McCall gave a time period, and it was really, really like quick. So it was like in six months' time, you'll see him being. Uh, uh, and uh, within that time, I think he ended up going to Dun United more.
0: I think uh, I think Dundee United fans would have had him back, but but nobody was raving about him. Mm-hmm. They thought he was solid and, and dependable, but no, they certainly didn't rave about
1: him. I thought his he's kind of most memorable moment for in uh, a Celtic jersey was going to be laughing at Neymar. And I honestly did not see him having a, Celt, uh, a future at Celtic. I mean, he's uh, he's done well to your back end. He's looked. He's looked better than better than Lustig. He's he's certainly offered um offered yeah, for something forward, something forward. forward, yeah. He has got a bit of not the greatest footballers, but he's got a bit of energy Power, yeah. about him he, he can just barrel through people. Uh, so yeah, I mean it's um I still can't see him being the next Scotland right back.
0: Is there an argument for Bain to be the number one ahead of Gordon? Nah. No. Not
1: for me, nah. Still think Gordon's a much uh, a much better goalkeeper. I think what you get with Bain with his feet, perhaps with his feet. I don't think. Um, I still think Gordon offers you much more in all other aspects.
0: I think he. I think he's better. I don't know if he's much better. And I do think Bain will be the reserve goalkeeper forever. Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't know if there's quite as much in it as as you say. I just maybe he's
2: good again. Maybe he's maybe he's last 18 months at Dundee, he was pulling a Kamara, and just kind of didn't want to be there anymore or whatever. But I just it's
1: hard to look at his performances over that time and think, yeah, you'd, you'd be a good guy for self I just think Gordon is still, um, still a bigger presence. He has is more capable of providing those match-saving moments uh, than Bain is. And again, Bain and R- Ralston, it's it, again, it's good to see. Scottish players uh, Get their chance with, uh, chance with Celtic Especially players They brought in from Other clubs Where you think oh, They're just going to be uh, like Sitting on the bench And performing But as I said, If I was a Celtic fan I wouldn't be looking At the aim of either of those And thinking They've got A future at Celtic That's going to help Celtic get onto to the next level Right let's move
2: on To St Johnston 2 Hamilton 0 Fairly routine win For St Johnston Scored two goals <laughs> Early in the first half So we won't really Talk about the football And instead we'll talk About Martin Cannon's dad <laughs> Because this has turned into quite something. Now, it was quite something anyway, and it's definitely going to go on our list. Uh, So, at one point, we'll be talking about this again. So, what seems to have happened is, well, there's two versions of events. People at the game, this is where we first heard about the story, were saying that Martin Cannon's dad had approached a group of supporters who were given his son abuse and had started shouting at them, and then he was ejected from the ground for this reason. Hamilton then appeared to have told the media when Roger Hanna kind of, he, he kind of tweeted out the story saying that it was despicable that Martin Hannan's dad was abused at the game and you had a now it's obviously two sides to every story but you had this huge backlash for fans who were there pretty much to a man saying this is not what happened nobody sought him out for abuse we were complaining about his son being a bad manager uh, probably not in the nicest terms to be fair
1: can't
0: uh, get to fuck I think Something along those lines I doubt they were acting Like fans in Roy of the Rovers They would have been using uh, Industrial language
2: <laughs> What did the fans do
0: In Roy of the Rovers Well they would That's kind of before my time you ah, know? Right, they, well, they would have a go At players but uh, But not swear Because it was a comic So they'd say things like Come on Roy Get the finger out Okay Yeah I don't
2: think They were saying that No So they're insistent and now they're all they're not only unhappy with Canon, they're also really unhappy with their club that's kinda of made out this hardy bunch of travelling supporters who have gone to who've forked out an extra you know twenty five quid or whatever to, to go to Perth eh, on a freeze in January eh, sort a freezing Saturday in January. And now they're getting the finger of blame pointed to them and saying, This is a despicable act that you've done and they're like we didn't do anything. So this is this is far more entertaining than what happened on the pitch.
1: Although it was good to see Tony Watt score again. I would like to go for a pint with Martin Canning's dad and Stephen McLean's dad. (laughs) Yeah, sounds like fun. I I mean, (coughs) just in in terms of Canning, this isn't the first time he's been getting petters from the Hamilton fans. You heard it on, even just on the brief clips uh, that they showed on sports and you could hear the Hamilton fans shouting at at Canning. And they spent a lot of time at Tyncastle Castle singing, singing his name. Players have been booed as well. It's not uh, even though they are still third bottom. It's coming. It must be close to part of the ways because they there's only so much you can take as as a fan. Whereas Hamilton or above their station, you'd say in the, in the Premiership. mechanics done well to uh, just kind of keep them there, but it gets stale with fans. Even if it's uh, if it's a risk that they could uh, leave again, it needs to be freshened up. I think.
2: Also as well I think the fans really resent the fact that the board I don't know if they've ever said it publicly but it's kind of been it's kind of well known that the board would back Cannon and I've said in the past they'll back them even if the club's relegated because they, they kind of really they, it the, st- the prioritise stability and yeah. they that, it kind of fits into what they kind of want to do with the, the higher people from within and then they you know leave and then they maybe bring in somebody else so it would really take something like you know what happened to Billy Reid's team where Reed eventually went down and were, they were like bottom half of the table in the championship before he eventually left but to them to the fans that makes them seem like well what's the point you know it is I think from a kind of business perspective yeah, it, does, it does kind of make sense but from the emotional standpoint of football you need to have fans want to know that the manager cares as much as them and if a manager's job's in the line then be, at least you've got that but if you're thinking well does my manager like if my manager gets relegated he's still going to keep his job and I'm, I'm sure that Cannon's doing absolutely everything he can to, you know, to win games and whatever. But it's just from the kind of optic standpoint, it doesn't look good for fans that they're seeing
1: the guy who, in their mind, is underperforming and he's got nothing to worry about. Yeah, I and mean, it, it's you can see you can see why they don't, as a as a business kind of business sense, don't want to upset the apple cart when Cannon's there and that's he, he's effectively doing what they want him to do. However, also from a business sense and football senses also have a not position where they can alienate too many fans oh yeah exactly because then there'll literally be none <laughs> just Martin Cannon's dad <laughs> right St so Mirren
2: 3 Allo Athletic 2 this seemed like quite a game two cracking finishes one from Kevin Colley another the winner from Kyle McAllister St Mirren down to 10 men 2-0 down at home and come back to win
0: 3-2 is this the start of St Mirren's revival no uh, Aloha were kind of hamstrung Before the game started In that uh, Ian Flanagan was at a wedding So couldn't play. I, I don't know if it was I don't know if it was Somebody important to him's wedding Or if he was just invited as a guest <laughs> I don't know what was happening uh, but he, So he was at a wedding And perhaps Even stranger Jordan Kirkpatrick wasn't allowed to play He's hes not on loan from St Martin is he? I mean he has signed for Aloha If you're player. not going to know We're not
1: going to know I thought he was a loan signing
0: I read that he was he has he an allowed to play but there was a gentleman's agreement that he couldn't oh, okay. play similar to the swanky when he went from 4.30 yeah, yeah. uh, I read it was similar to that but, but it seems slightly odd uh, but although in fairness Kevin Colley, he was a replacement he came in and uh, as you say he scored a fantastic goal uh, the red card given to Brad Lyons
2: is bad isn't
1: it yep uh, it's again it's, it's one of those where it's not a follow or, or a, it's not a dive or a follow, a follow yeah, yeah. just play on. Like, no, I mean, it it's, there's, yeah, there's, again there's there's contact and it's uh, it's, it's just not a blatant dive
0: and I, I thought he threw himself I thought he threw himself towards the Aloe player but I still didn't necessarily think it was a yellow card and
1: although um, the I think the that was that was a key time, turning point in the game because obviously Aloe will go up 2-0 if Neil Parry doesn't um, Parry the shot uh, they don't come back I think that was That was massive And It's uh, I also enjoyed it Had a chuckle because uh, Paddy was being talked up Big time on Thursday's show
0: He <laughs> <laughs> did uh, Had a bit of disaster uh, For that first goal But very unusual uh, I don't know if you've seen I think Craig Cairns mentioned it There's a They put together a video Of all his Like particularly good saves That he's made in the last uh, Month or two And some of them are excellent Right Come on up to 4 for Athletic nil.
2: Routine Yes, pretty much. Credit to four they were in the game until the kind of closing stages where Kelly scored their second and wrapped it up. Uh, the first goal as well, I mean, how can you legislate for Kamarnock's a half taking an excellent touch in the box and firing a shot at the back of the net? Rifled him. <laughs> did you did you think he did take an egg
1: James McFadden was like it was a great first touch did you think it was a great first touch Cause when it, you got lucky yeah because it got away from him a bit and it sat up it's like no chance no chance of made that it was it was on those well, that's kind of not what I wanted to do but it's worked out well for me and I'll just lash at it great finish but I mean if McFadden's saying this, it's a great touch I mean who am I to, who am I to judge with um, a Scotland legend but I think he's wrong
0: it's not really much else to say about this, is it? No, this is. I think Forfar were in it until until late on, uh, and I mean the, the thing about Forfar is Dave have <coughs> uh, Forfar and Jimmy has kind of went under the radar about this season. I mean they are. I mean we, we spoke about what a good season he's five have having Forfar are just a few points behind them. Uh, they've got some talented players uh, at, at Station Park, and again I don't know if anybody particularly expected them to to make a start for the playoffs, but but they look like it, and you know I think they gave Comanik a game.
1: I, in terms of like these are type of games where I find these Scottish Cup um, review shows hard to do, especially at like in the fourth round because there's so many uh, so many games and the the highlights are brief. Okay, well here's one you
2: seen then. Hearts one Livingston nil. Move on. <laughs> Two questions. Yep.
1: Has Sean Clear turned the corner? <laughs> um, I mean, I think he's peeking around the corner. I don't think he's turned around the corner you can see the corner yeah ok I mean um, there's every chance he'll peek around the corner and decide nah <laughs> I'm not walking in there I'll go back to go back to point
2: eight <laughs> and uh, what's your thoughts
1: thoughts on uh, David Vanacek get to his feet in his body I think he's going to be very useful he didn't win a lot in the air. He does a jump, which is going to frustrate Hearts fans because they they like their strikers to be able to jump at yes. least <laughs> uh, challenge for headers. However, he's you can t- you can see he's strong. He is definitely not quick. There was a moment in the second half where uh, he managed to get onto kind of I think uh, Lovie made a mistake in midfield and he managed to kind of get onto the ball and it opened up for him. He just just didn't have that acceleration to take him away. However, his link-up play when he gets it uh, down, it's, it was very tidy. He's not. A, you get some strikers where it's a bit. The first touch is a bit erratic. You never know what, exactly what you're going to get with it. I, with, with, uh, with the first touch, I don't think that's the case with Van Cheek. I think he brings it in, um, brings it in really effectively, <coughs> lays it off. And he's also really good at, with his back to goal, kind of turning and flicking um, or just like no- knocking it over uh, quite accurately. So, yeah, positive. Positive. And is that to say, Livy? They had some chances in the first half. I mean, they were the they would the, the first half wasn't good as as we tweeted out yesterday. We mentioned earlier on. However, I thought Livy were the better side. Uh, they looked uh, looked far more dangerous. I think hearts were very until like the last five minutes of half. Yeah, a good yeah. Hearts a good end to the first half and a good start to the second, and that was but but largely Livy were uh, Livy were the, the better side in the first half. Uh, it was a game I can not expect it. Didn't expect it. It was going to be a toil, especially after the after the break. The um, not sure on Wild as a wing back. I'm not sure Wild in the Scottish Premier League. That's that's also true. Yeah, he's rubbish. Um, not as bad as his hair, but he's rubbish. And yes, that's me digging something someone out for the hair. <laughs> and I'll continue to do. <laughs> Oh, but we should do. We should say Clear's uh, Clear's goal was excellent. It was a yeah. cracking finish. Um, I thought um, Duncan was a bit better in the group chat when he was saying about Liam McLeod getting all excited about it because was, um, was just thought he was it did a professional job and it was, a, it was a very good finish.
2: Right, Hibs for Elgin City nil. Obviously, Hibs at home to a team uh, who are struggling in League Two, not even a good League Two team. So this is hardly a surprising result and we can't really talk about it too much because of that but I think there was signs there of what Hibs are, are going to want to do and the benefits they can have for their team going forward namely Ryan Gold coming in and uh, I mean, was a big, he, That was a big takeaway That first goal Gold yeah. uh, slipping in behind. It not really good ball I mean yes Elgin City However You can still judge him By his other teammates And I think Gold stood out In that respect And if he can be a good Number 10 It means that Horgan can play on the wing When he has looked better I think Horgan struggles at Hibs And Hibs fans are really Not a big fan of him Is that he's been played Through the centre a whole lot Where he, he's not Produced it that much I think he's When he's played on the wing I think he's looked What I've seen Which isn't much better Three, I think I've seen about three or four abs games where he's playing the wing. I always thought he looked good out there. So but he, was, he was signed as a winger,
1: wasn't he? Well, he certainly came as yeah. Well, but I think the from, press, from Preston. He was a winger. Uh, he's he's been very hot and cold. I think there's there's definitely a very talented player there. However, again, Lennon's not done a great job so far this season of uh, trying to change people's position and working effectively. From off the top of my head, you, you think of Mal- Mal- uh, Malin as well.
2: Okay we've got three games to go Let's power through these Montrose now, Dundee United 4 Oh it's there it's Mon- Rubbish Montrose <laughs> Mon- <laughs>
0: Mon- <shows> look, Mon- <laughs> look Very
2: disappointing Yeah they didn't um, They didn't really create anything What you, are what you doing Joe? Nothing. <laughs> Poking around <laughs> Poking at the phone Did you watch it get along with What the time was? I mean, yeah pretty good. Good, just <laughs> Um Yeah United scored with Like their their second attack Pretty much First real chance Montrose Had a couple of corners Didn't really Didn't really threaten Apart from that I got a second Before half time Callum Booth Shooting in for 25 yards With his wrong foot Which was I think he was surprised About more than anybody The fact that he ended up On the other side of the pitch uh, Suggests so When he was celebrating Yeah Uh, Then second half Montrose had a wee Five minute spell After Paul Watson came on which meant there was two Paul Watsons in the park Mm -hmm. Uh, and he kind of gave them a wee lift but again they didn't create a clear cut chance the best chance they had in that period was when Ross Campbell who also came on at the same time as Watson fought for a ball just inside the box Uh, he fell over trying to win it back Uh, it just broke out to Watson on the edge of the area and Watson hit a low drive
0: that smacked off a Campbell while he was lying on the ground no, that was probably Montrose's best chance how did uh, Hark's look the new Dungeon United he
2: only came on for the last few minutes no. he scored um, but yeah the game was pretty much done by that point and Nielsen says he's going to give him a bit of energy in the middle so he certainly I mean he got forward well enough to make that late run into the box and get on the end of uh, Paul McGowan's cutback. what about Gomes oh he was good very good uh, certainly I mean it's against League 1 opposition so we're going to have to wait and st- we saw his struggles in the premiership with he's his just in, too much time to on the ball. Yeah, he's advancing age, so Championship players won't give him as much time, and that might be a problem. But certainly good enough for League One level. <laughs> I mean, again, judging him by his, his teammates, it's good for Ray. Next season, when they sign up <laughs> I think, yeah, it's he's going to be a fine signing for race next season. Right, Partick Thistle four Stranraer one. Thistle, I mean Thistle, bottom of the Championship. So they could be playing for another X year So this isn't the result to be sniffed at <laughs> uh, For this one it seemed like Going forward Thistle were very impressive Bra- uh, Bannigan and Joe Cardell especially Played played very well uh, Kirkpatrick played well and scored they, they had a wee bit of a... Fitzpatrick Did I just say Patrick? Kirk, Kirkpatrick.
0: Kirkpatrick
2: Oh yeah, sorry, Fitzpatrick uh, he, he played well and scored And they had... Strunar pulled the goal back, made it two-one. There was a wee bit nervousness just because of the how poor Thistle have been recently. But Gary Harkins came on, uh, settled the midfield down a bit, and Thistle scored twice not long after that. The defence still looked shaky. Any time a ball kind of goes near the penalty area, and I think I saw one fan describe McGinty. What's his first name again? Uh, Sean. Sean McGinty. As uh, let's put it this way, it wasn't very complimentary.
0: Uh, He is not good at all.
2: Did he, did he call him worse than Danny Devine? No, but somebody did say, uh, watching sports scene. Like a, so I'm watching sports scene right now, at least we got, got a shot of Divine. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> right, on to the final game. Inverness, this is probably the least surprising result of the weekend. Inverness, four weeks go back now.
0: I was done within half
2: an hour. Right. you know within half an hour? They really, to be fair, that was... I mean, like we said earlier, a lot of this was caused by the bigger teams in the, t- in the top flight being a bit rusty. But you still saw a number of sides who, maybe because they're playing the team they're fancy to beat, don't really turn it on right away. This was the exception to that. Inverness just flew out three and up, could
1: easily have been six at time but, but you look at, uh, just touching on the, the, the rusty aspect of it, the, all the championships, well, the majority of the tra- championship sides did well. Um, especially when they were... C- Coming up against weaker opposition because again they've been playing uh, playing games yeah. and it just seems like It was just uh, kind of routine for them.
2: Is that us? I think so.
1: Cool. Did I say Aaron Doran played well?
2: Well, no, you have now. He played very well.
1: It's, yeah. good, it's, it's an interesting one. He was he was so good uh, for 18 months spell mm-hmm. uh, top flight. Top flight it was it was so and then just riddled by injuries and. It, he doesn't have injuries, f- uh, he doesn't look like he's naturally fit doesn't again. have the body shape to suggest that it's um, that he can get peak fitness very quickly and he needs running games running games where he might struggle where he might have to be taken off uh, after an hour but eventually um, you hope that he, he gets back to that, um, that level
2: ok that's us for now we're going to now record the Patreon so I hope you join us there it is- Patreon.com forward slash Terrace Podcast and if you'd like to find us through other avenues you can on Twitter at Terrace Podcast and Facebook Facebook.com forward slash Terrace Podcast and
1: the email is show at no wait oh, Terrace Podcast at gmail.com yes do you want to say just anything about the live show sold, it's out? sold out yeah thank you very much
0: yep brilliant yeah, thank
2: we'll
1: you look forward to seeing everybody who bought tickets um, we'll, we'll obviously keep um, if tickets do become <coughs> available whether people return them yeah or um yeah, just if, if any kind of spears do come, we'll, we'll put it on the, uh, the Twitter. Goodbye. Bye bye. Bye bye.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty